Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. everybody, welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 436 for December 30th, 2021. It's our last show of the year. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Lynn. I am another one of your hosts, Adriel. I am yet another one, Kyle. I am yet another one, Mo. And that's it. Hi, everybody. Hi. Merry Christmas. Hey. I hope your Christmases were all good. It yeah. was. Santa, Santa was very good to me. Was he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're going to show guns next week, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Next week. Okay. Let's do that. But why don't we get into what we did in guns this week uh, right away? So what we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. It's Canada's premier firearms retailer. Uh, did we already do this or not? I thought we talked about this last week. but We did. Little... Yeah. Okay. So, hey, why don't you hit up the Calgary Shooting Center? And the reason is because they're, one, a sponsor of the show, but two, not only that, they have some amazing deals going on right now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, really great guys, too. Why don't we just leave it at that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Adriel, why don't you tell us what you did in guns this week? Uh, well, for the last two weeks, it's been uh, super cold Jenny. in Alberta. And, uh, yeah, not much, not much. Just trying to survive. <laughs> just, just out here trying to survive. It's so cold. Um, for people who are international or maybe in the east or something like that, cold for us is like minus 30s in the minus 30s. Like the mid minus 30s, minus 38, 39. With wind chill, maybe minus 50, you know. Hmm. You can go out for a walk and you get like a, a decent ice beard going pretty quick. Uh, cold. <laughs> cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I put up some videos. I put up a video on okay. the ISSC Scout SR, which is a uh, toggle action 22 rifle. What'd you think? Uh, for 250 bucks. Eh, Not bad. Okay. Yeah. For MSRP 650. No, no, no. The reliability is <laughs> not good enough. I think like the, the concept's cool. I know you could probably dick around with it and, and get the reliability to where you want it to be. Uh, but, uh, n- I would want to do that for a rifle for six fifty. For six fifty, I go. I can go get a CZ. That's something CZ, a little bit more reliable too. Yeah. Be more reliable, more accurate, more everything, and uh, just better. Um, but at two fifty, it's kind of neat. Uh, I did my video on how to get started hunting, so I did the article on it, and uh, yeah, that was good. Put up the video on it as well. That was fun, and then I put out a video on a cheap AliExpress vest. And, uh, <laughs> I watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a that was a fun one i mean so the vest it works kind of um not to how they sold it and uh if you leave it like a battery plat it, it uses these uh like usb packs or yep. usb battery packs um and if you leave it plugged in it like the idle circuit on it just like it probably just runs through a resistor or something like that and it gets hot like the, the buttons <laughs> get hot which is self-heating <laughs> Which is, I, I mean, if you're outside, yeah, it's self heating. It's 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 bad. It's, bad. it's Alberta though, and you need it for minus 35 degree weather. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you just plug it in and just turn it on and, and leave it on the whole time, and then when mm-hmm. you're done, just unplug it, which which would work as well. What is the price you paid for the vest? Twenty dollars. Yeah, I'm not expecting much from that. That's big money. Yeah, it's probably about a five cent switch. <laughs> <laughs> I can, you know, I guess if I really was that worried about it, I could crack that baby open and uh, and put in a new switch. I have these skills. I can do these things. <laughs> hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then like uh, not gun related, but kind of gun related. Uh, I got a, a signed offer on my place, so once Sweet. that passes inspection, I'll get a bigger place. I'll get guns back. I don't have any guns right now. I have hmm. I have my AR-15 receivers because I have to. I can't transfer them or anything like that, so <laughs> they're sitting in a tiny little safe in my place. But I don't have any other guns. I would like to have guns again. That would be It'd cool. Be nice. Yeah, guns, yeah. Are, guns yeah. are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. Maybe in February or something like that, I'll have a new place and guns and stuff. Well, that's good news though, that you got an offer on the place. I hope it passes. Yeah, me too. And then you get to buy a really big place that has a gun room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Gun room. Gun room. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a p- more permanent like video place so I don't have to use like weird backers <laughs> like this. I can just put up like a green screen or a white screen or something like that. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, some better lighting. Not that my my lighting is pretty good right now, but yeah. uh, some better lighting. Like, yeah, and permanent like guns in the background and stuff. Great for business calls. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. so. Business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that sales uh, call. So you go buy this, or yeah. they come out, <laughs> or else <laughs> they just sit there. You don't talk about them. Yeah, that's uh, the implication. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the strong silent type. <laughs> yeah. It's the best type. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's it for me though. I mean, it's cold. Uh we had Christmas. It's cold. It's still cold. Yeah. It's gonna Maybe. be minus eight on Saturday, Woo-hoo. and then it goes back to minus twenty-five. It's oh. just yeah, miserably cold out here. Um, but it's fun. I don't know. Go outside, freeze, whatever. Just don't shoot because like you if you i've taken guns to the range before in minus 35 and uh you can it, some of them work some of them don't some of them yep. just like the, some of the, your most reliable guns like they just won't work in the in the cold that's um crazy. anything that's got like a little bit too much oil on it that oil gets like jelly and it starts to like gum things up Your gun, uh, any, oh, okay. any guns that have like really tight tolerances or like a really long um bearing surface like uh, a good example would be the shadow right it's got yep. that full length dust cover it's got that slide there's a lot of bearing surface in there and if there's any oil or grit or whatever and it's cold they just don't work very well so it doesn't cycle yeah, huh? yeah. um air 15s if uh if your firing pin gets wet or uh, or you just oiled it too much you'll get failure to fire you'll cl- you'll click it and it'll won't do anything for you hmm. um Shotguns, like semi-auto shotguns, are uh, dicey at the best of times. And you put them yep. in like minus thirty-five or whatever, and it, a lot of them don't want to run either. The shells like deform and get weird, and they're plastic. And yeah, there's. Long story short, um, so I do shoot in minus thirty-five, but not when I'm trying to do a review or something like that because there's too much can go wrong. And like yeah. you can't blame the gun for it, and you can't blame with the ammo or the accuracy. A lot of 22 lubes aren't meant to be fired at cold temperatures. Uh, you can get that. Yeah. Uh, was it SK or Ely that makes the the Nordic uh, biathlon stuff that's meant to be shot in cold weather? I think Isn't it's it? Ely. Ely. Yeah. yeah. 
But like, Dang. which suggests to you that some of those other loops don't really work that great. I mean, they're waxes yeah. and stuff. But so like, it's how, wax. how's, a, yeah. how's a wax going to work yeah. when it's like colder than a witch's tit outside, yeah. right? Oh, and paste ones too, like frog loop. No, yep. no. Yeah. <laughs> no, frog loop is what, what, what? Which one is that? Is that? Um, it actually smells really good. I use it. It's to clean edible. My apparently, iron too. for stippling. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. coconut oil. Yeah, it's coconut edible. Oil, yeah, I, I think it is. Just yeah. don't eat and it. And then the oh, fire yeah. clean was the uh, just straight up vegetable oil. Yeah. Mm. By the way, Doug is mentioned to you, Adriel, that you're living obviously in the wrong part of Alberta. Well, of course, it's going to be a warmer in Cali. It's probably a <laughs> Chinook that we're getting in, and it's going to be like beautiful in Cali. But it's only for one day, and then it's back to frigid, cold temperatures in Alberta right afterwards. So, yeah. 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 Or then there's William. William says that uh, predictions are plus three for uh, Montreal as well. So, hey. Yeah. You just live in the wrong part of Alberta. You and Kyle, both of you. Well, I like it. What was it? Like Last uh, Thursday, we were the second coldest place on earth at minus nice. 45 nice. <laughs> it's always nice. lucky you i'm not really yeah. thrilled about that but <laughs> we're number two congratulations <laughs> yeah number one's okay. like some far north place in canada or russia or something like it that it was russia yeah it was russia yeah. Yeah. oh no yeah that's good yeah they were minus 48 and we were minus 45 and oh, yeah. well, i'll do better next time how about that uh Okay. That's the wrong list. I don't want to be on that list. It's colder. I don't mind it. I don't mind it for for the temperatures that Kelly talks about for uh, for Ontario when it when it's uh, when it's summer. I'll take I'll take the minus forties for a week mm-hmm. in Alberta if it means that our summers aren't like that hot. Yeah, but getting this this cold this early, I'm actually nervous for when we actually hit the cold season into January February. What it's going to be like? Yeah. I don't know. Spoiler: It's going to be cold. <laughs> yeah. DC's getting cold too, and it's getting snow. It's weird out west. I don't know what we're in store for. Mm. Okay, is that it? Yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Kelly? I did absolutely one hundred percent nothing, other than send out a couple more calendars, and that's about it. I just wanted to let people know too, because people are messaging me or they're posting questions on when they can register the calendar again i repeat the calendars are to be registered on january 1st or later and the reason is because we're still in 2021 the calendars from last that came out this past year are still active so you have to wait until january 1st to register once you do register it then you'll be able to partake in any of the draws that are upcoming so just to let you know. By the way, there is still a couple of calendars, not very many, but there are still some available on the store, and you probably do want to go and buy some so you, it, you can participate in these draws. We even have guns as well this year, so go and do it. Mm. You might win a gun. And no, Doug, you're not going to win another one. Or maybe you might. Did you register your calendars? I guess you can win. You keep winning guns. Anyways, all right, Mo, what about you? Uh, I went to a match at CTM, the local Montreal range. Uh, I was there on Friday for Friday afternoon and evening for the build. And then I helped the, there was the shooting squads. I just patch and reset. Then I was back on the Saturday for my match, which was at 1030. Went okay. Uh, it was five stages. And then I stuck around after to do some more patching and stuff. I was pretty much there till till the end, till we did the teardown. Um, so that took up all of Friday and Saturday, but it was a lot of fun. Um, 
I picked up my Ruger Wrangler. So mm-hmm. I actually have it now. I haven't shot it yet, but it's 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 here at home. So and I'm looking forward to shooting it once I guess I get my paperwork. Um no register it yet, hey? When no. did the transfer go through? The, tr- the the actual like the email I got within that's one good thing about Quebec. The uh the transfers are day and a half, two days really? max. Yeah, they're fast. They're absolutely mine is fast. still waiting. No, that's Quebec has Quebec's like Alberta, I guess. It's like it's pretty quick. There's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. Uh because I made another purchase and I already got that one. So I um I went ahead and I got the Tanfolio Stock 2 Extreme, which I was been dying to get. It's it's funny because after our last show, was it that night or the next day? Uh, the local store here is a C, C- Ram Ramp. Yeah. Uh, they put it on sale for like $180 cheaper. Oh, uh, mm. because pretty much everybody was selling it at around 2600 So they put it on sale. And so I, I so I bought one and um and that I actually I get that one I actually got to shoot because I picked it up from the range. Well, the transfer was quick as well, and that one I, since I picked it up from there, I ended up shooting it, and it was a lot of fun. So I look forward to. I've been already been dry firing with it and getting ready to. to How do you like the trigger on it, by the way? I, it seems nice. The double action seems even like better. It's it's pretty sweet. The whole yeah. gun is sweet, so I can't wait. Yeah. I picked up a holster for it too. Um, that was a little tough. There wasn't too many holsters out there. There was like Blade Tech and. Mm-hmm. Does it uh, fit like a standard shadow or like a CZ seventy five holster or no? No, not really. Not like not snug, right? Not mm-hmm. not like it, it'll it'll you know jiggle and mm-hmm. jiggle in there, right? So, um, I ended up getting a Black Scorpion because the uh, the range had one, so. I've never had one before. I don't know much about them, but I'm, you know, I'm going to give it a try. So uh, I ended up getting, so it's nice because the gun itself comes with four mags and and the, and Hmm. like extended base pads, like the extreme base pads. Uh, But then I bought two more mags and two more base pads. So just, you know, more money after that. You're fully Um, outkitted then. So that's yeah, yeah. Gonna, that's going to be that's a production gun, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a total product. Yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't come optic ready at all. So it's, it's going to be, pure production but mm-hmm. um so yeah hopefully i'll get to shoot it at some match at some point but uh our first like match in quebec was already canceled and yeah. i'm sure there's going to be more of those fingers crossed that the ra center has that the one in ottawa has a match on the f- 15th and so far it's still on the calendar but you know okay. with these things they could change by the day so um so that was it for through the guns um i started uh so i did like i said i did some uh some live fire practice with it at the range it turned out there was on a monday night where they it's like the the practice night and there was like two of me and this other guy there and we pretty much had the range for ourselves just to like move around the targets and it, it was a blast it was like just you know one after the other, and we're just shooting. And I ended up shooting like 250 rounds, so it was okay. good. Uh, I was working on like I had moved. We had some small poppers, and I had put them. I think at 15, 15 yards. So I was really mm-hmm. working on nailing those. So if I keep a good grip, I hit them on on first attempt. If I loosen my grip, then I don't. So obviously, I'm pulling off a bit. But um, yeah, so that's it for me. How about you, Cal? Well, like Adriel said. 
it's been cold, so I haven't really been doing much on the gun side of things. Uh, also, I've been fighting an ankle. Well, not fighting. I've just been dealing with an ankle injury for about five or six months. So finally went to the doctor, and now I'm in an air boot because apparently it's a little worse than I thought. And yeah, keep working on it and not doing anything for five months. We'll do that. So now I got a few months of physio and rehab no. to try and get that back up and actually healed properly now. Uh, so you can get back into fighting form when you go out and do some dynamic and shooting. And, yeah. 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 And may, this might be a year where I'm wearing an ankle brace for when I go shooting just to give it that extra support mm-hmm. and that. Hmm. So, Does it work well when you're curling? Do you, can you put like a slip on it? And <laughs> No, it's actually very grippy. And it's got a curved bottom, so it would not be good for curling. No, I would always glide on my left foot, so no, it's my left foot too. So oh, that's terrible, <laughs> terrible curved yeah. bottom, you say? Yeah, so it does. It it feels like you're wearing like a ski boot, but it doesn't have the flat bottom like a ski boot, so you can actually kind yeah. of walk normal. <laughs> uh, like other than piece. that, I got a my wife and son bought me another webcam, so now I have another angle for the studio, and I think it's gonna be good for when I'm is showing guns. It is. And there it is. Oh, look at that. So that's how I got it set up right now. So then I think just because it's further away, it'll be better for when I can show guns and whatnot. Yeah. And it's actually a good opportunity to show. It was the day after our Christmas show, my Christmas sweaters and stuff come in. So there's the five tons of Christmas. Yeah. Awesome. And I got some other t-shirts and I'm hot. So I'm going to take the sweater off and I'm actually wearing (laughs) the other t-shirts under it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is appropriate for the show. No. <laughs> well, he's taking it off. I really want to admire your CCFR radio uh, mm-hmm. neon sign as well. Yeah, that's that's a great looking sign. A and well, thanks. Yeah, it works out pretty good there. So, what is your T-shirt? What does it have on it? It is a gun snowflake. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> It's such a special snowflake you have. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> yeah. The right type of snowflake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to, we should see about getting those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, new camera angle to play with for showing guns and whatnot. And I was going to show it tonight, but yeah, we decided to go on YouTube. I'm going to get my, well, it's actually sitting right there. Hard to see with the fireplace, but got a Gersan. MC three twelve to work on and check out and see. Oh. Yeah, mm, I'm interested. Yeah, I was messing around with it last night, just checking it out, and it it seems good. Like that, the bolt carrier is beefy. Holy cow! It is a beefy mm. bolt carrier, and it initially it's like a mix between an M two and an M three K. I think it's got elements of both. Uh, it's got the two-piece shell catch, which I really like. That that what? Yeah, hmm. Hmm. yeah, and it's got a decent lifter, but I don't care about the lifters. You, I'll run a stock lifter. I don't care if you got good technique. You don't need to extend that. But yeah, so I'm gonna open up the load port, do some tuning work, and I'm actually gonna take it to the range and shoot it just to see how it is. See, so try some light loads in it, and basically see what what makes it tick and how it is. How viable it is as an option, as a cheaper option for competition. 
Okay. Yeah, so. yeah. Next, so, so next next week, if you can, I want to see the guts of that thing. I want to see that bolt carrier and what kind of uh, inertial spring they've gotten at. All I want to see it all. Yeah, so I'm I'll super get it curious about that looks, shotgun. It looks like the recoil is in the buttstock, unlike the M3K. So it's mm-hmm. more of the M2 style, the M2 uh, Versamax. The A5 style, has, uh, has it in yeah. the buttstock yep. as well. Yeah. yeah, the A5. Yeah. When are you planning to take it? By the way, hmm? the range. You said you were. Don't know. I'll probably take it after I do the port work and the loading work. Okay. So I might have that done by next show, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Mm, that's super Give interesting because there's there's not really another cheap inertial semi-auto. The M3K is, is 780, 800-ish. Yeah, about there. Uh, M2 is way up there. Uh, the A5 is 1500 bucks. Mm-hmm. The Versamax, well, Remington doesn't make anything anymore. Um, no. It's just fine. Yeah. I that if we lose the Versamax, my heart's not broken. <laughs> it's not a it's not a major loss. No. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. And that's pretty much it for me. Okay. So you did you actually did a little bit too. That's awesome. Uh let's cut into upcoming events. It's freaking cold, so there's not any, but We'll still give Telus Alpha a shout out. Uh, Telus Alpha is a digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. Uh, they help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. Check them out at telosalpha.com. And uh, if anybody does have upcoming events, let us know. We'll populate this section as well. Just send us an email. And um, hopefully something stuff will be happening soon. Hope Mo, you don't get cancelled on the 15th but anyways uh, why don't we talk about uh, the legal fund donations I'll, I'll, uh, I populated that as well so the CCFR legal donations uh, we want to give a shout out to Superior Pistol Club in Thunder Bay for a $500 donation to them uh, White Court Fish and Game Association $2,500 was donated and if you're looking for a way uh, well Kyle just showed you his amazing neon sign. So if you're looking for a way to help the CCFR fund the massive upcoming uh, court battle, because it is going to be a massive uh, financial um, obligation, um, you can uh, do that by going over and try and win that cool sign. Uh, You can do it basically uh, by... um, donating $10 uh, and every $10 donation you get, you're going to get an entry into winning a sign. So it's memberships.firearmsrights.ca uh, sign contest. Go and look it up on CCFR. Or if you just want to go over and become a member, become a member and you can also donate to the uh, legal fund by sending EMT to finance at firearmsrights.ca. So go and support them because they're supporting us. And right now it's more, oops, more important than ever. And sorry about that. Uh, new gun stuff. Uh, New Gun Stuff is um, sponsored by Bolt Action Coffee. Slamfire Radio is a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. By the way, Mo, yes. how are you liking the coffee? I love it. That's I'll, be getting, I'll be getting some more. Good. So uh, as Mo says, uh, the coffee is some of the best uh, coffee that you can get. It's roasted in small batches, by the way. And uh, you can get your hands on it by getting uh, going over to boltactioncoffee.ca. Use the discount code SLAMFIRE, all one word, and capital letters, and you'll also get a discount. And it'll get sent directly to you at your home. You don't even have to leave the house. Hmm. New gun stuff. Adriel, what did you put in? Uh, oh, all sorts of stuff. I mean, the first one we've got here is that uh, Ruger is uh, reintroducing the Marlin 
1895. Sweet. Um, yeah. I like these Ah, uh, I'm really excited. So like when, um, when Remington first brought on Marlin, uh, I remember getting an 1895 from them and the finish on the receiver was garbage. And it, yeah. uh, it looked, it looked okay. But if you took it outside and you brought it in and Hey, Alberta being cold, uh, you get condensation on it. Just that, that condensation from the air, uh, you, you, get, you get flash rust on it. Yeah. So I got flash rust on this 1895. I'm like, this is some garbage. And uh, hopefully Ruger's fixed that. Because uh, one of the things that Ruger is doing here, they actually took all the equipment and uh, and moved it. Mm-hmm. And they brought it to, to, I don't know, some sort of Ruger f- facility, I'd imagine. Hmm. Uh, and then they gave it a review in terms of like quality, accuracy, and performance standards, and probably like how, how they can fit it in their factory and make it for a certain price point. But mm-hmm. um yeah, so now Ruger made Marlin uh, rifles are uh, are going to start coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is uh, stainless steel with laminate, but I'm sure they'll be releasing other ones as well. Yeah. It's a cool, it's a cool rifle. I think it, it fits a, a niche that that doesn't really get fit by a lot of other rifles. It's a 4570 lever gun. It's it's kind of interesting. If you want to think about like uh, a bushwhacking like elk and moose gun, like it's it's a pretty good option for that kind yeah. of a thing, right? Yeah. It's bringing a lot of power and. Uh, it's a pretty durable, easy to haul uh, design out there. I don't know if I really like that huge rail on the top there, uh, but uh, I think I'd rather is, just go with like, what's that? I was going to say, this is one that I actually really want. I've had my eyes on the 1895 for a long time. I just haven't <clears throat> pulled the trigger, pun intended, to <laughs> buy one. Um, but I got two ideas. I want this one with the laminated, the gray laminated, but they, I'm mm-hmm. hoping they come out with the black because I will tacticalize a lever gun. <laughs> 4570 or 3030? Yes. No, 4570. You got to go 4570. Mm. Bumper. Yeah. yeah. But uh, also another note is Korth, the Ruger distributor for Canada, they actually have these in stock. Yeah. What? They already have yep. them? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a post there oh. the other day. They actually have them in stock. They're What's the price? I. Uh, they used to be like thirteen hundred bucks, so I don't so, know. Yeah, Quartz yeah, the stainless is, ones were up there. Yeah, distributor. They're not the retailer, so no. Hmm. Mm. I I liked it when it was with Marlin. I, I've, I I've like I said, I've had my eyes on this pretty. for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not angry about. I'm not angry about the the rail. I'm not thinking that I'd put a scope on it at all. It's too long. If you're gonna put a scope scope here, if you're gonna put a scope here, your bell is gonna be right there. That's the wrong place for that. I I I would go irons or scope. I think it needs to be shot with irons. That's it. Just saying. I do too. For a forty-five seventy, it's it's a close-in gun. You're not gonna need a scope to shoot a hundred yards in. Irons would be fine. Yep. Okay. Now that we've all approved of this, and by the way, Ruger does better jobs with finishes, so. Yeah, that Ruger probably makes will higher improve. quality stuff generally. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Speaking of higher quality, Norinko, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about a huge rail on top too. Uh, this is a G4C. This is a, this is on sale right now. So they've got this is lower than I've typically seen the the G3. Yeah. So they've got the Norinko Type 97s Gen 3 for a thousand and ninety nine dollars. That's at G4C. Mm-hmm. Has, has anyone shot one of these? I have. Yeah, I have. You have? No, yeah. I haven't. Uh, well, Adriel would. Adriel shoots everything. Yeah, a listener and uh, three gunner uh, has one of these and uses it for three gunning and uh, like runs that. good. 
Yeah. Okay. And Doug got one too. There we he go. Says it rocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the next one we have here, Bullseye North. They have their Boxing Week deals deals available. Stops. Uh, some some of these stop today. Some of them go till the thirtieth. Yeah. We've got some really good deals. Uh, I would check them out. They've gotten in a, a bunch of different stuff. Um, yeah, some really decent deals on some of their stuff. M Carbo. If you ended up getting one of those Savage Axes that were like on super sale at Cabela's, the Savage Axis One, mm-hmm. get the trigger kit from Bullseye because that will crank the trigger pull weight way down mm. and uh, makes them really nice. Mm. It's, one uh, of my favorite, it's one of my mm-hmm. favorite stores, by the way. I just can't. It's since they move locations and read on the whole entire store. It's an amazing location. Hmm. If you're in London, go and go and visit them. Just have to say that. And then this other thing. So Tacon 3G makes some really interesting stuff that like no one else is doing. And uh, and this is one of them. I just wanted to show it. It's, it doesn't have any bearing on us because this is like NA for Canada. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they're making like uppers for Air 15s in 22 mag. And they're really cool looking. They've Seriously. got like carbon fiber four ends and these mm. crazy barrels. And they've got like actions that are reworked for 22 mag. Like this would be really interesting if. Uh, they were not restricted here in Canada. Yeah. So what you're saying is that we'd like our American friends to go and do this and then we'll come down and shoot them. Live vicariously them. through their guns. No, I want to be invited we once we do, can cross so. the border. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is really neat. I was actually looking at, uh, they, they, I don't know if you've looked through their uh, 1022 stuff before, but they've got a bunch of wild uh, stuff for like lightweight 1022s. Um, and I was thinking about that, but I just don't know if they have the export permit for the barrels, but like they've got uh, ultralight uh, chassis and butt stocks uh, that are uh, very lightweight. Up. Yeah, you could you could make this like it's carbon fiber for and Delrin uh, wow. receiver uh, carbon fiber tube for the for the butt stock, like super lightweight stuff. Uh, and then for the barrel, they have the lightest barrel you can get. That's 16 inches. Uh, and that's because it's a 16 inch um sleeved barrel so this is just one big tube there's only four and a half inches of real barrel in here the rest of it's just a tube wow so it's it's a 16 inch barrel but it's like (laughs) a tiny little barrel that's actually sitting in there and that's why it's so lightweight this this is lighter than any any other barrel you're going to get four and a half inches of rifling yeah now i looked up the the velocity drop so if, if you want to you can go look for ballistics by the inch and there's a website where they like chopped barrels and they like compared velocities between different barrel lengths. Uh, and you can take a look at what uh, what you could expect in terms of a velocity loss. It's not that, that much bad. Different. It's not that. Well, they, they, they're, there's some differences about 100 to 200 FPS, depending on the, the round okay. that you're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not the end of the world. I mean, if you just want like a if, if you wanted to build a rimfire race guns 22. Yeah, you would build it with that barrel because that like there's no weight at the end. It would make it very quick to push the gun around because there's no mm. inertia on it. Right. Right. Mm. Yeah. Good recommendation. Now, can we get it? I don't know. I'm, I'm super curious if we can, though. Mm. Yeah, they got a bunch of weird stuff. Um, and then, yeah, Mossberg 464, which is their 3030 thing. Uh, they're, they're not selling it anymore. At, at, okay. a t- at a time, they were like the cheapest Win 94 style, like lever action 3030. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think they were 380, like they were under 400 bucks. 
when when 94s uh were discontinued and then the price like skyrocketed on those things uh but they don't make them anymore okay oh and they had like a, a weird tactical version too for a while no more all gone. no more well all right that was Sorry. the bottom like baby yeah <laughs> okay that's it for new gun stuff correct mm-hmm. okay let's get into the main topic Hey, everybody, for tonight's main topic, we have the ladies on from the QCIF Women's Committee. They're going to be talking to uh, tonight to us about uh, the new podcast that's going to be coming out, and it's going to be uh, coming out next month. So what I wanted to do was go around and introduce everybody. Uh, you ladies have been on the pro- podcast previously, but I just want to make mm-hmm. sure that everybody is aware of who the members are. Uh, and also a little bit about your background and your affiliation. So why don't we start with uh, Deneen? Why don't we start with you? Why don't you okay. tell us about you, your background, who you're with? All right. I am starting to sound a little bit like you, Kelly. I'm wearing a bunch of hats these days. <laughs> but uh, I'm Deneen, uh, Lady Gun YYC on the Instagram. Uh, I have uh, um, been around the firearms industry and shooting since I was about six, more seriously for the last 10 years, hooked up with an amazing gal called Casey, who's also on it with us tonight. We started something called Lady Guns, which is a uh, shooting, hunting, and and outdoor uh, uh, activities group of women. And uh, um, we try and do uh, lots of things just to get women out to try it, uh, to give it a go, or to join up with other like-minded women. So, the pod, the podcast, excuse me, the pandemic has uh, definitely impacted our ability to get out and about, but we're really looking forward to uh, launching some new activities uh, in uh, in the early part of this year. Uh, other than that, very honored and pleased to be part of the QCIF, Canadian University Shooting Federation Women's Program, and working with, uh, with uh, the lovely ladies and putting on some programs, which is what we're going to talk about tonight. So there you yeah. go. All right. And why don't we go over to Casey as well, your, your cohort counterpart with Lady Guns. Casey, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Uh, so my name's Casey, and I've been shooting for, probably for about uh, 10, 10 years now. Um, I, I loved it so much that I wanted to bring more women into shooting. So I took my instructor's course, and Janine and I have put together a whole bunch of ladies' nights where we just got people to come out and have some fun in a safe and non-judgmental um, place and just had some fun and um yeah pandemics pretty much slowed us down but yeah. we're we're picking back up with the podcast and stuff so that'll be what we're talking about yeah you guys have branched out a little bit of that basically your your youtube channel and your podcast um yeah. have kind of taken over for that aspect of it you with the pandemic you guys have been shut down a little bit with your ladies evenings um you guys are primarily out of what location what area of the country are you in so I'm located in Kamloops, and then Deneen is in Calgary. So right, so a lot of their work. So okay. so a lot of these uh, events will take place in Alberta as well, not as well, but in Alberta specifically <laughs> in the Calgary area. Um, yeah. Why don't we go over to uh, Regina? Regina, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, and then I'm going to ask you specifically about uh, QSIF and the uh, the Women's Committee as well. 
Sounds great. So yeah, my name is Trahina. I'm the Women's Program Director. I got involved in all of this through my university. So I went to the University of Calgary and I joined the University of Calgary um, gun club there and became an executive, eventually became the president of the club. And through that, I became friends with Dave, who's the current president of QSIV, the Canadian Shooting Federation. And he asked me to come and join him and build a women's program. So I was very lucky to meet Deneen and Casey and Kelly and be able to create this program. And as Deneen has mentioned, like due to the pandemic, we've we haven't been able to do as much as we wanted to, but hopefully it'll get better. But we do have uh, the internet and social media, and that's a great thing that we can um, have a podcast and still keep moving forward and with the program and not just stop blankly and do nothing, right? So, mm-hmm. but we're hoping to have some live events soon. So we'll see. Okay, fingers crossed. All right. So tell us about uh, the Canadian University Shooting Federation as well. Exactly how does it work? Um, Are you, well, again, uh, how does it work? And how is it related to university shooting uh, clubs across the country? Yeah, so the Canadian Student Federation is an organization that kind of like oversees all the university clubs. So we're there to assist them and whether they are just brand new and starting. So we'll uh, provide them like um, funding if they need to, um, paperwork, help them with anything that has to do with their student union, right, and mm-hmm. the regulations and kind of guide them in the right way to show them how to build their their club, right? Mm-hmm. And for the existing clubs, we're just there to help them out, right? And it's just a partnership that we have with them so that they can uh be created and continue to exist, right? So we don't want them to just start up and then everyone moves out and it just fails, right? We want them mm-hmm. to like maintain themselves. So um, that's the main thing, right? And then we have, we've created the other programs. So we have the women's program. They're working in other programs as well, right? And they have uh, a few, we have, a few like um, um, every year we have the shotgun, I yep. believe. Yeah, competition and things like that. So, and all of that is involving the gun, the university gun clubs, right? So we want mm-hmm. to like bring in the younger community, right? The students, right? And so whether they've come from a family background of like firearms and hunting and things like that, or if they literally have nothing to do with it and they just want to try it out, we're there to assist them and help them out and try this great sport that we are part of. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. That's I think that's why we decided to create the QSIF Women's Committee. Deneen, why don't you tell us about that? What's the history of that? You were involved right from the beginning. Sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely happy. You, uh, Casey and I came out to join one of Rakina's uh, uh, QSIF Ladies Nights at one of the ranges in Calgary. And, and we just had so much fun and we were really enjoying mentoring uh, the young ladies. We said, how how can we get more involved? And so uh, Rahina asked us to uh, to join uh, her group, and mm-hmm. we started talking about organizing women's events uh, and really starting to put some programming together that could reach across the country and support the other uh, university uh, shooting uh, clubs. And so, unfortunately, the pandemic affected some of the things we were going to do, but we did uh, put together some 
some excellent podcasts. We've yep. uh, celebrated International Women's Day, and uh, and now uh, we decided that uh, uh, in light of not being able to connect on a regular basis, we would launch a podcast with the objective being uh, to introduce women in, and, and university youth into the shooting industry in Canada. So it's really about empowering and introducing uh, women into shooting sports and really understanding how it can be fun and connecting and empowering for those people. So yeah. uh, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, we've got some great topics lined up for this podcast and all things being equal and uh, and being able to get back out to the ranges again. Uh, I'm definitely going to uh, be helping with some activities here, hopefully Casey in uh, the Kamloops area, and uh, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, Casey, why don't you tell us what the uh, the name, we released it recently, but why don't you tell us about the name of this new podcast and who so designed the fabulous logo for it, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Yes, it would. Um, so we're calling it uh, She Shoots Podcast. Um, and... It's going to be really exciting. <laughs> I'm the I'm the tech person, so the, yes, the she talk is. stuff to you guys. <laughs> so uh, we all met together and we decided to come up with this logo. Uh, Casey uh, actually had a lot of inspiration on this and 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 developed it. I think that the the second part of it is women empowering women in the shooting community is so important. Um, it's really relates to our topics, what we're going to be talking about. Um, but Regina, the yes. objective of the women's committee, um, uh, Deneen talked about a little bit, but why do we, what's our objective with surrounding this or surrounding having this podcast other than giving us more to do, which is perfectly fine, I think. But <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, introducing women to the shooting community, right? So mm -hmm. in, showing that we that women are part of it that we exist in the community and uh, making that safe space for more women that want to learn and try and be part of our community right so we want to just show that we're present so they're comfortable with becoming a part of it right yeah. so that's the main thing we want to bring more women into the community show them what we know and that's part of the podcast right we want to educate educate people educate women about the firearms community right the, mm -hmm. anything that has to do from regulations to hunting the different types of sports that there is in the community right and see what intrigues them right like what do they want to learn like do they want to go into ipsic do you want to go into uh trap shooting like what do you want to learn from the community right mm -hmm. and just yeah be part of it come okay. try it so what type of format are we going to be using i know that it's not like specifically well, slam fire radio has a format um we discussed a little bit um specific to the format what can people expect to if they're tuning in um, Deneen, why don't you give us a, a little bit of an update on that? Sure. We're just going to copy the great Slamfire format and yeah. uh, <laughs> go from there. We, uh, we have picked 12 topics for yeah. 12 months uh, to, um, to 
point out to um, or illustrate the the kinds of things uh, that we're going to talk about. Regina already talked about IPSC and yeah. and sporting or in trap shooting. But what we've done is we've taken all of the fantastic shooting sports in Canada that have organized groups or associations, mm -hmm. and we've decided we're going to bring a guest in and we're going to talk about uh, what it is and how you can get involved and uh, some of the different areas that they may have associations. And so trying to really bring the, the playing field down so that people know how to get involved. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and one other thing I'd like to add, I think there's about a quarter million uh, PAL, our PAL holders that are women in, uh, in Canada. There's around 250,000 of us. And so if we can connect those women to the, the new ladies that want to shoot, uh, that also helps bridge that pathway. So yeah, the format that we want to do is bring those fantastic women in, bring the new women in, talk about how they got involved in a particular uh, sport uh, and and what they might be doing. It doesn't matter if they are new to the sport or if they're a, a world champion. We want to talk to them all because anybody can play these games. Uh, there's just uh, it, there's just that getting over how to get there and how to get involved and how to sign up and and where to go and maybe who to go with. So mm -hmm. I think that we're gonna we're gonna cover all of that and we're just really gonna celebrate bringing those like-minded women together. We're all ages. We're all body types, we're all fitness levels, and uh, we live across this huge country. And so we, sh we should be able to help each other find each other so we can get out there. Yeah. And this is bridging that gap as well. We're talking about taking somebody from being a brand new shooter, or maybe has just gone to maybe one of our range days, and taking them to from... Um, that to getting their R pal pal R pal and then also introducing them to the various sports that are uh, available out there as well. Subject matter experts will be coming on. Obviously, we would love to have some. Um, uh, well, in some of the previous uh, previous uh, podcasts, um, we've had well, we've had Olympic shooters come on. Um, so what? Well we've had coaches or we're hoping to have coaches. We, anyways, it's going to be really exciting to have all these different people come and join us and talk about shooting. Not like we don't like talking about shooting anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> Casey, why don't you tell us about uh, when we're going to be launching this and where people can find us? Cause you're the tech expert. <laughs> so we're going to be launching the first episode on, um, January 11th. Um, you can find us on uh, ladyguns.com. Uh, QSIP should have it as well. Mm -hmm. um, Maple Seed will have the, it on their website as well. Um, we're going to have it on Facebook and YouTube. I'm looking into seeing about Spotify um, and we'll be posting up tons of information on our Instagrams too. So Sweet. So if people don't know, they can always contact uh, you guys at uh, at uh, Lady Guns or QCIF, uh, Rahina, I'm sure that they can contact you as well. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that in a few minutes. But um, uh, what else? What what types of uh, things can people expect? Are people, do they need to be members of QCIF to participate in this? Are it only open to females or university nope, age it's students? Open. It's open to everybody. Everybody's welcome. We're, we're just, we want people to to learn that's that's what we want to do so 
Yeah. If you are a woman, if you know a woman, <laughs> then, then uh, you know, encourage uh, encourage them to participate. Uh, I know in a previous event I was part of uh, with the CCFR Gunny Girls, uh, we were encouraging everybody to bring their wives, their girlfriends, their grandmas, yeah. their aunts, everybody to come and meet uh, women that shoot. And some were new and brand new pal holders, and some people were uh competitors and, 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 uh, instructors. So mm -hmm. we had all kinds. And so it's the same idea is, uh, letting them know every time I go to, uh, an event and have new ladies participate, they go, what can I do with this? I've learned to shoot a pistol. What can I do with this? I, I, I love this shotgun. What can I do with this? So I think it's really important for everybody to know there's a sport out there if they really want to get into it. And mm -hmm. they're not always highly competitive. Sometimes they're just for fun and you might win a keychain if you're lucky. It's, you know, it's really not, uh, not as uh, impossible to get involved in some of these. And some are quite entry level, uh, mm -hmm. meaning like a steel challenge uh, versus an IPSC match that some of them are, are quite easy to get involved with. And you get to do it with squads and groups of people. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it's we, we have lots to talk about. And I can't wait to meet the subject matter experts and find out how they're involved, where they're shooting, you know, where they're practicing, uh, or maybe they're just getting started and it's their first season. That would be exciting too. Yeah. And it's, it's incredible that we're trying to use this as a, a method to overcome those challenges uh, that people are seeing or the concerns that they have with respect to starting a specific, either shooting or a specific sport as well. We'll, we'll go down that rabbit hole and try and solve some of those um, myths and, and that surrounding it as well. Uh, One of the things I find, Kelly, is that those, you mentioned ladies' days. So there's yeah. lots of lots of, of ranges that put on ladies' days and yeah. they do it once a year. It's a great annual event. But if that's the only time a year, once a year that a, that a lady feels comfortable shooting, then we're not, we're not serving the community very well. So it's time to get more, more of these things and connect all of these opportunities together. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. It's great to see that women are becoming more and more comfortable. And it's also great to see that we're uh, having these sorts of things, like, for example, women-specific um, podcasts or women-specific groups where we can chat, network, etc. So this is just means it's going to make our community that much stronger as well. You'd think we'd have started a long time ago. We typically talk more than men, I've heard. So. <laughs> you think? <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, it, is, it took a pandemic for us to really realize that we need to right. fill our time a little bit more, I guess. Anyways, <laughs> um, you talked about maybe winning a little bit of a trinket or something along those lines, but I know that we've, uh, we're, we're looking at actually even incorporating some of that prize piece into the podcast as well. Rahina, you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah. So we're thinking about when we do the podcast, also releasing, um, some targets mm -hmm. with instructions so you would just go to your range wherever you're at right and we don't care if, how many times you actually hit it right how good you're at it, it pretty much it's going to be like you take it to your range you shoot it and just take a selfie with it post it on instagram tag us in it and then we'll do a draw and then you might win a prize where mm -hmm. Uh, we're still figuring out the specifics of it, but that's kind of along the lines of how what we're thinking of going with it. Yeah, to encourage more people to get out and just shoot. Yeah, 
Exactly. Especially, especially during a pandemic. What else can yeah. you do? Go outside. <laughs> no, exactly. We can't, a lot of us in different areas, we can't get yeah. in groups together, right? So like if you're able to go to your range by yourself, go ahead and do it, right? Yeah. All right. Do we have sponsors that might be sponsoring this as well? Uh, yeah. So we have a few sponsors from QCIF that will also be sponsoring the QCIF podcast. So we have, um, sorry, I might miss a few of them. I hope and I don't, but we have Reda, we have um, uh, Stitzville Range, we have um, Cabela's. Cabela's. Yeah, Cabela's. Vortex and Maple Seed. Those are the other ones I have. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. So, again, yeah, we'll have them all listed in our podcast. Definitely can't forget to mention great sponsors that we have. And um, yeah, so yeah, we're pretty, pretty proud and happy to have them. Yeah. And also the partnership between um, Lady Guns as well with oh, yeah. us as well. We wanted to give them a little bit of a shout out too. You're, Absolutely. You're, couldn't do it without them. Yeah. Um, speaking of couldn't do it without them, there is one person that's missing from tonight's podcast. Do you want to do you want to introduce our one of our newer members of the committee? Yeah, for sure. So her name's Megan. She's actually our program director. So she oversees all the programs within QCIF. Um, So it's great. And having another female be part of our community. So yeah, unfortunately, she couldn't be here today. She has other matters to deal with with QCIF as well. So um, but yeah, it's another great mind that we can pick at and see what idea she has and just to talk about and yeah, like it's just, it's nice to not be the only woman, you know, in yeah. the QCIF side. And I share ideas with her and talk to her and um, stuff like that. Even though like Travis wasn't bad, he was a good guy. <laughs> but he just moved to a different part of QCIF. Still in QCIF, just doing a different role. But yeah, definitely mm-hmm. happy to have Megan. Um, we'll have her in a podcast whenever she's available too. But yeah, yeah, she'll be, she'll be doing, giving us some input and it'll be nice having more contact with her as well. Yeah. Yeah. And she's located here in this area. So Ontario, Um, we have uh, Deneen and Casey. Well, Casey, you split your time between BC and and Alberta. I know that. Um, And then we have you in the West coast as well, Rahina. So uh, I do know that uh, we're going to be uh, talking about some things that are going to be coming up perhaps maybe even a range day or two uh, in the future. So uh, if uh, anybody's, any ladies are interested in coming out for those, um, specifically in Alberta, BC, or Ontario, we'll be having those in the future. Um, Anything else that we can look forward to from the podcast? I think I would like to add that when uh, when the group, when our, our women's committee got together, we talked about how important it is for mm-hmm. all Canadians, but especially women uh, who share amongst each other quite a bit, uh, helping women understand uh, what it is to be part of the firearms community and what it is to be a yeah. gun owner and the rules and the legislation and everything that we uh, are are upheld to and how important it is. So even if they decide not to become a, a super active member, that they really understand that we are scrutinized and that and that we're uh, we're just a bunch of people. And instead of playing golf or hockey, we're out uh, we're out doing something different. We love 
we love getting together and uh, there's a part of it also that we talk about the environment and conservation. So I think we want to touch on those things as yeah. well as the sport of shooting um, and uh, and the different types of ways to get involved. I think it's really important and we all agreed that the education aspect mm -hmm. and the spin-off areas that it has a positive effect, uh, whether you're hunting or shooting, um, how important that is. So yeah. thanks for letting me add that. Oh, you're welcome. But uh, you are correct, especially when we're talking about conservation. We will be talking about that on the podcast as well. It's something that's near and dear to a lot of um, a lot of people's hearts. And when we start talking about from a hunting perspective, uh, there's some education that uh, takes place as well. So it's really, really important for us to do that. And um, yeah, uh, let's see. Um where can people actually get a hold of you guys? So, Casey, what about you? At, what about Lady Gun? So, people, where are you? Where are, again? You're the tech person. So, where are you? We're on are the interweb, not? Kelly. We're on the interweb. <laughs> <laughs> this whole fangled thing about the internet. <laughs> so, you can find us online at ladyguns.ca. Mm -hmm. um, Deneen has a Facebook page, Lady Guns um, YYC. Is it later Lady Guns YYC? I can't it's remember. just Lady Guns and uh, Calgary is uh, embedded in it. But yeah, you can find us under Lady Guns on Facebook, right? Instagram. Yep, yeah, Instagram. So I'm Lady Guns YYC underscore KG and Deneen is Lady Guns YYC. Um, I think we've got, a, uh, we have a YouTube page uh, under Lady Guns and uh, that's pretty much it right now. Yeah. And all the all the she shoots podcasts are going to be on our Lady Guns YouTube channel. They're going to be on a couple other channels as well. I think Maple Seed and QCIF. So we're going to share our content and hopefully get some more eyes taking a look at what we're doing. That's really important. Yep. What about you, Regina? Where can yeah, people so get a hold of you? For me directly, uh, it'll be through Instagram. So at QCIF Women. Uh, but we also have our QSIP website and we also have our uh, QSIP Facebook page. And there's also the uh, QSIP Instagram. Um, when you do search for it, uh, search up with the full name, the Canadian Shooting Federation. Um, it only in some places will abbreviate it. But yeah, mm -hmm. so Instagram, Canadian Shooting Federation, same as the website and the Facebook page. Yeah. So if people are interested in volunteering, helping out at uh, specific use of events or women's events or even donating, uh, sponsoring, et cetera, they can contact you with respect to this. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So we would love to have more people come out. Yeah, exactly. The more the merrier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any uh, any further questions for the ladies? No, I don't think so. Uh, in terms so of the podcast, didn't know you asked. <laughs> is, is the podcast going to be on uh, what? Uh, we're going to be running it through StreamYard. Oh, sorry. Same, yeah. yeah, same as you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, so like Denise said, we're going to be sh sharing it through our YouTube pages. So we have okay. the Lady Guns, we have the QCIP page, and it's also going to be on the QCIP Facebook page as well. And yes, Katie says she's looking into the um, Spotify. Yes, Spotify. Spotify. And yeah. I think, Casey, you're setting it up through our Lady Guns Facebook page, too, as an event, right? So yeah. the link. Yeah, so yeah. people can cool. view it just like they are with Slamfire Radio yeah. live, live broadcast participate excellent 
Yeah. And again, it's so great working with you ladies and all that you do for uh, shooting in Canada, specifically with women, but also for our shooting sports. So thank you again for coming on, but uh, thank you also for being most amazing ladies ever. Oh, thanks Kelly. It's, it's awesome thanks. working with you. Oh, thanks. Well, thanks. You get the, the guys are pretty cool too, but they weren't very chatty. <laughs> no. well, Kelly had a circuit of questions. Yeah. <laughs> very well organized. Always, uh, always. Right. Okay, I have I have a question. But okay, well, what is? Uh, and this is from a question of ignorance because uh, I'm fairly new to the, the shooting community. Do most Canadian universities have shooting clubs, or is it more by province that like where Alberta would would and maybe Ontario wouldn't? Um, it depends because um, Alberta and Ontario have the biggest uh, university clubs right now. Okay. So the University of Calgary and um, Mount Royal University. Uh, yes, and the one in Ontario. I'm just so going Carlton. Right now. Carlton. Carlton. Yeah. yeah, Carlton. And yeah. Western. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. So they are the two biggest and the oldest university clubs. So they they existed even before um, QCIV existed. So mm -hmm. they've been there for a while. Um, and then there's other ones throughout Canada. Um, a lot more of them have been created since QSIP started Good. as well. Um, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, they've had their ups and downs. They, they've had to go under for a little bit, but a lot of them have come back and uh, we're obviously helping them to stay afloat. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So there, for Mo's information on that, we talked about it a little bit uh, last time you are, were on and when we also had um, uh, Travis on as well. Mm -hmm. um, if people are interested in trying to start a club for their university specifically, they can also contact uh, QSIF as well. Absolutely. It's a little it is a little difficult. I know that there's some challenges uh, specifically with shooting sports and universities. Yeah. Uh, we've yeah. seen that at, in some of the universities. That's why I was asking because it seems like it's more a leftist you know, uh, institution that would be anti-gun and anti-shooting, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, but it depends on the administration and, as well, right? So, yeah. So the the main thing is uh, keeping up with the student union and the regulations that they have placed on all the university clubs, right? Make sure that we're doing everything by the line and making sure, like, obviously, like as anywhere else. Uh, safety is the main priority, right? So that's the main thing that comes with the clubs is like we have to prioritize the safety of everything. If no, if anything happens, then they would just get shut down automatically, yeah. right? So, yeah. There's, there, go ahead. Sorry, Kelly. I was going to say there's another connection to uh, Mo, and we're going to try and illustrate it in the She Shoots podcast. And that's the connection between shooting sports and Olympic shooting yeah. sports. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, you talk about universities and embracing the shooting sports and, and allowing these clubs. Uh, the, the more we do that, the more Olympic uh, potentials and shooters we can have. And in it, it's great news for all of us who might be older than university age because you can become an Olympic shooter at any age. So there's hope for all of us. Uh, but um, but that introduces the uh, the shooting sports that we have. And we have some great uh, Olympians uh, yeah. in Canada. So uh, hopefully that maybe that's the path uh, through to the universities and then the recreational side spins out of it so yeah and that, that's part of the spinoff we have from this podcast as well we're mm -hmm. hoping to introduce mm -hmm. more more uh university age students to uh that shooting sports are okay mm -hmm. and especially from a female perspective that it's okay and then uh, we can see that you know we are going to have more support for olympic shooters too um 
and any other uh, types of uh, shooting that we have, hunting, etc. Again, well, I think there's been a big movement uh, also for the um, somebody. Hopefully, will jump in and help me here. It's the backpackers. Um, it's a it's another association, and uh, across Canada, it's um, it's coming up through the universities as well, and they're opening. Um, different chapters and it's really about backpacking and backcountry and hunting and all of that so they really like to get into the hunting aspect which gets into the conservation side so it also connects yeah. to shooting sports yep good yep any other questions we got Chamo there i'm good thank you okay all right half kyle uh what about uh frequency is it a, a monthly show oh, yeah. weekly? good question <laughs> A great question. Damn it. <laughs> I forgot about it. Once a month. <laughs> once a month for now. Okay. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We all have our very busy lives, but we figure that we can commit to once a month. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, uh, typically, what is it going to be? I think we've scheduled it in. Um, um, so typically, most of them we have it scheduled the second Tuesday of each month. Yeah. It'll always yeah. be a Tuesday. And yeah. yeah, it usually falls around the second Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, you can't take Kelly from us, just so you know. No. <laughs> no, we, we made sure not to. We're like, okay, like which day would Kelly make most available? It was, it I, was... I disagree. We took Kelly from you. We just Ooh. gave her Thursdays back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of thought and uh planning with respect to this. Okay, when who's doing which podcast on yeah. what dates? We yeah. don't want to overlap that. There's a yeah. lot of you know, coordination yeah. and consideration when we're talking mm-hmm. about this. So um, again, it's really important for us to have these um, podcasts, not only, okay, I'm a little biased with Slamfire and also now with uh, She Shoots, but those other podcasts as well, they, there's so many different um, people that they're, they're appealing to. And again, it's all about promoting our sport as well. It's all so good. We, we like competition. Is it competition? <laughs> Is everything a competition? Everything's no. a competition. We're, we're, I think we're, we're frenemies, aren't we? Isn't that what it's called? Frenemies? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I think it's awesome. But anyways. All right. Well, again, thank you, ladies, for coming on. I look forward to speaking with you in the near future, obviously. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to have some things that are going to be coming out in the next little while as well. We'll be introducing our first topic and our first guest as well. Uh, I think next week, isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and then we'll spread some more information, spread the love about Tashi Shoots. So, if you're listening to the show tonight, or if you're uh, doing uh, listening to our podcast uh, through the various streams, um, look for it, share it, tell some ladies about it, uh, tell other people about it as well. So, yeah. Thanks again, ladies. Thanks for Have having night, guys. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks. Once again, we'd like to say thank you to the ladies from the QSF uh, Women's Committee and give a huge shout out to them for coming up with the new podcast, She Shoots. Come out and join us on January 11th, Tuesday. Uh, so it's going to be, we didn't tell anybody about what time it's going to be. Um, I believe it's going to be 8 o'clock um, my time, which is EST. So plan to attend you'll schedule it and like post it on facebook and youtubes and all that kind of stuff right yep. people can watch it yeah. people can see it by the way i've already posted it on 
all of our instruments nice. i'm not so anyways listener feedback uh listener feedback is sponsored by armory dc gunsmith uh armory dc gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing he offers hot bluing parkerizing cerakote finishes as well as wood refinishing check out his online inventory of new news guns firearms accessories optics and more at uh, dcgunsmith.ca you can also check him out on the instagrams and facebook etc as well by the way, you have no emails. So it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah. People are taking a break, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Uh, also, we've been keeping up with Facebook as well. No new Patreonies either. So, uh, oh, yeah, we do. Did we talk about those? Those were last. Yeah. Yeah. Those were uh, last. Okay. okay. Two weeks ago. No new Patreonies. If you'd like to support the show, we'd love to have you uh, come and uh, come on over to the dark side. Uh, you can go to patreon.com and search out Slimefire Radio. Uh, if you're a Patreon, you'll be sent out some amazing uh, patches, etc. By the way, I found some patches recently. Um, oh, Adriel, mm-hmm. how's that going for you? I have no patches. There's, I, have, <laughs> I have no guns. I have no patches. I'm hardly even a gun owner. <laughs> you're just packed up. <laughs> I will be soon. Okay. Two months if, or so. If you have not received your patches or stickers from us, any of those recent guys, uh, send us an email. Let us know. Or send us an email with your address. I don't even know if do we have their addresses yet. I don't know. Anyways, we'll I check into it. Anything come through? No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Okay, that's about that. Uh, Shadowed guys. No. no, no, it's cold. Not doing anything. No. Shout out to the year twenty twenty one to almost being over. I'll shout out all our listeners for sticking in and listening to us this year. <laughs> Me too. Putting up with the new guys. You guys have been great. You've been fantastic. Yeah. Do we pass our probation yet? I don't even know. Your, oh, probation, even your probation shoot? Yes. Just say, Wait a minute. Does probation actually end? Kyle, do you get a shout out? No, I don't want to shout out the year. I don't want to shout out Mother Nature. No, just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to give a shout out to the again the ladies for coming on tonight. It was a last minute addition, but they uh, they rallied and group and came on. They were great. And yeah, that was awesome. They are amazing ladies. They're truly some of the. Uh, they're making an impact on shooting in Canada. I again. Uh, there's reasons why uh, we have those separate groups for, for women and specifically in shooting um, without uh, that path. Uh, I think it's going to be even harder uphill battle for us too. So let's get some women on to uh, educated into the community. I like that they're involved in the universities. That's, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't talk about it. I know that we talked about it in previous episodes, but there are, are when Yusuf has been on specifically, I think with Travis, um, there's programs out there. So there is a specific uh, shotgun, so trap and skeet uh, program. They've also partnered obviously with uh, Project Maple Seed to do the rifle aspect of it too. And I think that they're looking at a pistol um course as well so that Good. they can it's all about giving people the fundamentals so yeah great program i think ipsic should be a university course in my opinion so okay yeah like a four-year <laughs> degree program <laughs> i would support that no i would no. anyway would you uh 
would you do like a an overnight like an all night bender to 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 like to study up on your ipsic and then oh, yeah, big ipsic so, yeah. test the next Isn't day with no sleep hungover requirement yeah, it kind of feels like actually yeah, now that i have to shoot it, matches that way so why wouldn't you have to Coming out of my <laughs> mouth, I'm like, wait a minute, that's we already like did that. <laughs> <laughs> not the studying part, the drinking part. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we had a couple here. Uh, William says, "In my eyes, you are all a great team." So thank you, William. Thank you, William. Doug is saying he has to hang out with us. If he didn't, he would feel abandoned. You'd feel like an abandoned pack of pathetic little puppies. And happy new year, gang. So happy new year, Doug. And thanks. <laughs> we think. <gasps> are, we we the, always... are we the puppies? I'm not sure. Um, We're the rest of the abandoned puppies. I call Yorkie. You call Yorkie? You call Yorkie? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking about Adriel's a Yorkie. It doesn't fit. No, <laughs> it was you the have, most ridiculous one I could think yeah, of. Yeah, you have to pick a dog. That <laughs> yeah. See, with to you. the hairless chihuahua is more fitting. This mm. is, hmm. yeah, that's true. Our crested chihuahua, that's what you look like, Kyle. That I'm, I'm like hair. a bulldog. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what I am. Anyways, <laughs> what are we? So. Yeah, when we stop. What dog are you? I don't know. <laughs> like the dog with the bone. How about we do that? If, if you can think of what dog Kelly is, put this it in is the comments. Just gonna go, it's going to go badly. <laughs> yeah. If you're sending us an email with pictures of Kelly and comparing me against a dog, it's going to go badly. <laughs> Anyways, let's sign off and, and uh, get on with our new year. So check us out on Gunners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. Give us a review on Facebook. Also go over, as we said, and join the CCFR. Try and win that uh, cool sign as well. And we are coming back next week, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I yeah. Think so, so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everybody have a great New Year's and see you in 2022. See you next year. Year of the 22. Next year. Bye, everybody. Bye. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.